Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Great Podcast. This is your host Hussein Talib. This is episode number 55, Your Mindset and Your Beliefs with Rachel West. Hope you enjoy this one. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life with your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid Podcast. Here with me today, Rachel West. She is the founder of Empowering Growth. She and she is also a personal growth coach, certified trainer, a breakthrough expert, speaker, and best-selling author. Rachel, welcome to the Success Grid Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome, awesome. So, first, Rachel, tell me about your story. Did you did you have some struggles or doubts when you were uh, younger or something like that? Yeah. So I basically lived my life in the norm, in that box that society says that we need to do. I Mm -hmm. went to high school, graduated from high school. um, Then I'm like, okay, I have to go to college because that's what you do. But at this time, I don't really know what I want to do. So I'm just going to go to go because I have to go. That's what you have to do. So what I found was I didn't want to go to class. I didn't want to do the homework. I skipped. I didn't get good grades. Mm. And I ended up dropping out. Okay. You dropped out of high school? I dropped out of college. College. Oh, okay. okay. Because I didn't have a goal in mind. I didn't know really why I was going. I was really going just to get gen eds done. But I didn't know what I wanted to do at that time. So... Mm. Then one day I'm working a full-time job and a part-time job and, and I'm driving mm. home from work. I'm probably about 21 years old and it, it, it hits me like, wow, this is not the life I want to live. I do not want to work minimum wage jobs, multiple jobs, barely surviving. This is mm. not my kind of life. So um, I got it together, decided, okay, I'm going to study graphic design. Okay. So I went back to college, started studying graphic design. It's a nice, it's a nice major graphic design. There is a lot of business in it. This is why did you start in it? Yeah, well, I had done a little bit in um, high school. I took like a Photoshop class, and I'm like, wow, I'm good at this. It's fun. Let's mm. do that. So I go back to college, and this time I'm like, okay, this time I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna be serious about it. I'm gonna get good grades. I'm gonna go to class. I'm gonna do it right this time. So I end up doing all of that. I I graduate with my degree. Now I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I'm going to get an internship, get some, a little bit of experience. Then I decide that I'm going to move from the Midwest and um, to Las Vegas. So I currently live in Las Vegas and I'm looking for jobs and in the graphic design field. And, and it seems like people like me, they like my resume, what I have. But then I always end up getting the same response, which is, we're going to go with someone who has more experience than you do. So now I'm getting frustrated. Like, okay, how am I going to get the experience if nobody wants to take a chance? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. This is what everybody (laughs) knew graduating from college or whatever is asking themselves, how I can get experience when when no one is actually hiring me to do the job. (laughs) Exactly. So um, I was working at a local coffee shop 
And I met a girl there and she was also a graphic designer. So she jokingly said, hey, we should start our own business. Mm. Well, I took her serious because, you know, I'm frustrated. Like nobody's hiring me. Um, And so we did it. We started our own business. I owned it for four years. And it it was a struggle for me. Um, It's like, okay, you go to school and you learn how to become a graphic designer, but they don't teach you business. So now I'm a brand new business owner and I'm learning how to do the sales. I'm learning how to, you know, network and meet people. I'm learning all the things, the books, you know, doing my own, you know, Excel sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's hard. And I just happened to stumble into NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Oh, okay. Um, So it's basically a deeper study of psychology. It's the science of how your brain processes information through your five senses, the science of how you communicate with yourself and others, and the science of your internal programming. So those are your behaviors, your attitude, your beliefs, your perceptions in life. So I come across it and and decide I'm going to start studying that for my graphic design business. I'm going to learn Mm. how people communicate, how they process information so I can write marketing messages to reach them on a deeper level. So this was like your kind of your turning point from the graphic design and it started to going into this NLP thing, right? Exactly. Yes. So I started studying it for the design business to to help me uh, move that business forward. Well, I end up going all the way through. I get my master's practitioner certification, my trainer certification, and discover I no longer want to have the design agency and that I want to open a coaching business and specialize in mindset and mental health. Mm, cool. Nice. So that was, that was my turning point. However, in my NLP journey, some of the things that I had discovered, I had limiting beliefs around money. I had... Um, self-sabotaging strategies. So because I was just going through the motions of life, like, okay, do step A, check. Okay, I went to, mm. I went to high school. I finished that. Okay, go to college. Check. I did that. I was just going through and checking off yeah. the boxes. This is what usually happens with people. You go to school. You finish school. You go to college. You finish college. You get a job. Check that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I was doing. And because that's what I was doing, I was sabot- I learned that I was sabotaging my graphic design business to not work. On a, I had an underlying program internally that was running that says, hey, this is not really what you want to be doing. You're just going through life, checking off your boxes. Mm. And so this isn't going to work. No matter how hard you try and how much effort you give, it's not going to work because you're not uh, aligned with it. So it was easy for me to make that transition from that graphic design business into coaching after having that awareness. So you can learn more about yourself in the process? Yeah, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn how you're communicating, how you're processing information, how you're learning. And it's really a discovery. It's healing. It's working on your emotions. So anything that you have experienced in your life it's working through those things it's discovering things that you didn't know were there so Mm -hmm. how your unconscious mind your conscious mind work together the unconscious mind is 
is like learning how to tie your shoe. Once you learn mm -hmm. how to tie your shoe, that's it. You like oh, it's, it's automatic. Yeah, you don't think about it. It's just mm -hmm. a habit. So stories that you've told yourself, that you tell yourself on a daily basis, that just have become a habit that you don't think about. It's not you don't. It's not there. <laughs> so learning what you're consciously thinking and what you're unconsciously thinking helps you to move forward mm. and have those that clarity that you need to am i on the right path that is this is what i'm really supposed to be doing am i giving it my best yeah because you know because every struggle is different from people sometimes people uh -huh. combine a lot of things into one which is actually not it's different because we are all different people we process things in a different way and a different speed right right exactly, exactly. definitely so how can you free someone to transform their life what do you think or what do you do in your coaching business to do that and transform lives yeah so what i do is i help my clients discover the root as to what's holding them back and preventing them from moving forward in those areas that they're struggling with. So are they struggling with an addiction? Are they struggling with anxiety and stress? Are they struggling with that self-sabotage or negative self-talk? Are they telling themselves, I can't do this. I'm not worthy. Um, I can't make the kind of money I want to. Things that people tell themselves. Every, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, on a daily, on a, on a every minute basis, actually. Yes. <laughs> So we have around 90,000 thoughts come in our mind every single day. Oh, wow. How many? 90. 90,000. Oh, okay. That's every a day. lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It's like the sun's coming in from the window, the air conditioner's on, the computer's running, my feet are on the floor, my heart's pumping. So like all of these things we're not thinking about, they're happening and they're coming at us. Mm. Um, and so... 80,000 of those thoughts, so 10%, are only positive thoughts. The rest are negative thoughts or thoughts about what you don't want to happen. Mm, yeah. So this is the mindset, like how much power the mind has over the human. So or, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. Yeah. It's, it, and the first step is becoming aware. So mm. how do you become aware? You start paying attention to the thoughts you have. How do you do that? You could start a journal. So, mm -hmm. and you start, and you start with a timer. So you can do it every hour, every 15 minutes, twice a day. However, it's, however you can do it on a consistent basis is best. The more you do it, the better. So let's say you do it every hour. That's what I did. So every hour you set your timer. And as soon as the timer goes off, you write down, what am I thinking? How is this thought making me feel? And is it positive or negative? And the goal is just to get that data of what you're you're thinking on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And then however long you do it, let's say you do it for a week. And then you can see, wow, most of my thoughts were negative. And they made me feel angry or sad or whatever you were feeling from that thought. So now you're aware of the thoughts that you're having. Now you can start thinking the opposite. So yeah. every negative has to have a positive. So if I'm thinking, I can't so, make the kind of money I want to. So this is the, the point where can someone make the the breakthrough, let's say? Yeah, the breakthrough. So this is something you can do on your own to mm. start becoming aware of those 
thoughts that you're having every single day. Eliminate the negatives, let's say, and focus on the positive ones. Yes. So um, you have to become aware. Then once you're aware, you can start switching them. So if your thought is, I can't make the kind of money I want to. Um, I'm working towards making the money I want to. So something that's opposite, that's positive, would be the opposite. So now you're training yourself to think differently. And then over time, after you've done that, then you don't have to write it anymore. You could just think it. So the thought comes in, in your head. Well, I'm too old to start start over. You know, something that somebody <laughs> might say. Yeah, exactly. This is the problem. So this is the kind of thing you're talking about. Maybe relates to a vision that like people should have a vision for their future or later. This is why, for example, you write stuff like you want to accomplish certain things. I do want to do that. And you work towards it. This is a vision like so you can go and work towards that. Yeah, exactly. So now you have that thought come in your mind. You don't have to write it anymore. You're like, oh, I just thought, wow, I can't do that. I'm too old. <laughs> you could then just switch it immediately because what you've done is create a habit to think negative and think you can't do something, can't have something, you can't be something. So when you start switching it, reframing it, um, you'll start thinking positive. And then mm -hmm. eventually your, your thoughts will just be positive because you've trained yourself to now think, maybe that's not too hard. I, I think I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So how can someone, speaking of, I can do that, I don't want to limit myself. What exactly could be the steps that uh, re releasing someone and stopping them from what they truly desire or want in their life? Um, well, they would need to invest in themselves. Hire a coach. I am mm. one. Hire, you know, start that per personal development journey um, because it's all about working on yourself. It's my mm. belief that you must do the inner work to make the outer work. And that goes for any area of your life. So if you're not at the level of success you want to be at in each area of life, what is stopping you from being there? Cool. Um, if you can't identify it for yourself, you need someone to help you figure that out. Yeah, exactly. And that's where the mentor or a coach comes in, right? So yeah. you, you probably need some like an inside maybe view and an outside view of... Uh, of your life or your business or whatever it is, right? Yeah, because and, you can't... And the coach gives you the outside view of things. Exactly, because you, you can't see your blind spots, the things yeah. that you don't know. If, if you've never been here and this is where you want to be, you're not going to know how to get there because you've never done it. But exactly. if you have a coach or someone on the outside that can say, hey, this, I've been there. This is what you do. This is how you get there. They can help you discover how to do that mm. so you talked about uh, like for example i want to want more money or i want to be to do something more or i want to be more fit or whatever it is so these kind of things are might be called some self-judgment things like uh, someone self-judging themselves that they can do that so so it's a know. limiting belief or limiting mm. decision so which mm. means you created that belief at some mm. point in your life so for me, my story was, um, I was young, probably four or five years old, and I would overhear my mom and my stepdad arguing about money and finances. Mm. 
It's very common in families. Yeah, always, oh. all the time, these these kind of talks. And even I had, like, uh, especially if the woman makes more than the man or the man makes more, a lot of things can happen and sometimes problems around the subject, yes. Exactly. So my belief as a little kid, I, I see that and I think, that's bad. Money is bad. It just causes arguing and fighting all the time. So now fast forward to my graphic design business. I'm, I'm working really hard to make it work. And it's like slowly inching forward where I want it to you know, jump forward. I want to be over here and yeah. I'm over here. Exactly. How come I can't get there? Well, I have, I discover, oh, I forgot I had that belief I made at four years old that money was bad. So anytime we made money in the business, it went right back out the door because I wanted to get rid of it as quickly as possible because it was bad. Mm, yeah, a lot of a lot of things of you, like if you want more money and you don't settle for what you have or what you are getting, like it's a bad thing. It's actually, it's not because you can, for example, expand your life, your own life, or for example, help other people, these kind of things is good. There is, there is a lot of poverty in the world, for example, and you can contribute to it, right? Exactly. So right. why not have more money or more better health or whatever? So what, what are your top values? Communication, um, money, success, support. Mm, good, awesome. These these uh, great things. So tell us about your book. You have a book, right? Yeah. So I co-authored co a book. It's called The Successful Woman's Mindset. Mm. And it's 21 stories um, to success. And mine is all about those limiting beliefs. It's mm. um, called Journey to Your Value Within. And I'm sharing my story of all the events that happened in my life where it created a belief within myself that limited me in a, in a certain area of my life. So mm -hmm. my goal is to get you by sharing my story and asking you questions to start thinking about where in your life, what events and um, what events in your life have you experienced that created a belief that you might be holding on to that no longer serves you. So mm -hmm. anytime you, anytime you say, I can't, I don't, I won't, Though there's some kind of belief that mm. you've limited yourself in some way based around that. Mm. Okay, great. So let me ask you this one. Why we we talked about negative thoughts and positive thoughts, right? So why do people keep thinking about the negative side of things? Um, it's a program. Mm. So most people are are programmed to think negatively. Mm. So our parents learn how to parent from their parents and we learn how to parent from our parents. So it's kind of a cycle that gets passed down. Yeah. So between the ages of zero and seven is our imprint years. So that mm. means that we're a sponge. We're learning how to talk, how to act, what's our attitude, what's right, what's wrong. And that becomes our reality. Mm. If your parents, you know, you go to the store and you want that toy and it's, $200 and your parents say, oh, we can't afford that, that creates a belief in yourself. Oh, I can't have the things I want because it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. 
So, or exactly. whatever you know yeah, everybody's exactly. different everybody yeah exactly different. how can people stop reacting and start responding in a different way because you mentioned like it's like inherited from our parents and our parents our parents inherited from their parents so how can people stop reacting and start responding in a different way to improve things in their own life it's working with um, a professional mm. who can help you identify where in that zero to seven imprint um, those beliefs were created. So mm -hmm. if, if we go extreme, so let's say um, one of your parents is an alcoholic. So okay. your mom's an alcoholic and you're a little kid. You could do two things. You could say, wow, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be like this. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to be like, oh, that's how you do life. You drink all day. <laughs> Because you don't yeah. know any different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Think this that is that's what's normal. Yeah. So it just becomes your life then. Yeah, and that's uh, that's not very good to 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 have. That's an extreme example, <laughs> yeah. but that could go for anything. You could yeah, see yeah, exactly. something, and then you take that belief, like, oh, that's how you do life. Yeah, okay, for example, yeah, or, or or for example, if the husband's keep hitting his wife or something like that uh, the, especially the boys grew up like it's like for example it's normal to do that yeah. so they will do it when they grow up and they will hit yeah. their wives and their own children so it becomes abusive uh, relationships yeah. yes but yeah great yeah. so, so it's, it's working hmm. to heal yourself it's really that internal healing of emotions so when was that very first time when you experienced anger did you see your dad hit your mom and that made you angry it's it's discovering that moment and working through that. Mm -hmm. So because you've been programmed to carry the negative, I help you discover the positive in that scenario. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, that event was so horrible. How is there a positive in there? We'll look for it. We'll find it. Because if yeah. you can take yourself out of that victim mode and find one thing that was positive in there, you survived then you can then release that label that you gave yourself that I'm a victim. Yeah. And you can start that healing process. Speaking of angry, sometimes you see it while driving, right? Sometimes it's something that you cannot control, like traffic. There is traffic in the street. You cannot. It's something that nobody can control. Sometimes you hear somebody shouting, come on, come on. It's like uh, you need to keep yourself uh, calm and down in certain situations, especially the ones that you cannot control, right? Yeah. So what happens in that situation? So each of our emotions, my metaphor, each of our emotions, let's say, has a string attached to it. So we'll use anger because we're talking about it. Mm. So the very first time you you experience anger, you see your, your dad hitting your mom. That makes you angry. You have this bead on the string. Now, every time you experience anger after that, you get more beads. Mm. Now you're sitting in traffic. Somebody cuts you off. You flip them off. You swerve <laughs> around them. You slam on your, whatever you do. Um, it's because, not because that person cut you off that made you angry. It, it, what happens is it goes all the way back to the beginning. That first yeah. event pulls all your beads together and now you react. Yeah. So it's all that back up built up momentum behind it that's triggered and now you're 
just reacting to that event yeah. aggressively because you have all that backed up anger behind it. It, it all comes comes at once in this moment especially yeah. especially you find some people that they are in, in general calm but sometimes they snap yeah. <laughs> these kind of people have a lot of things that going on <laughs> and suddenly yeah. in, in one situation they explode on a lot on, on things because they already have a lot of things happened to them in the past yeah and so what i do is i help them on a neurological level, shift that. So now, once we sh- do the work and we shift how you store anger in your body, when something makes you angry, because you're still going to feel that emotion, it's something everybody feels, you're, you won't react. You'll know how to respond. You'll step back and be like, okay, I see this, and now I know how to respond to this. Like, take a moment and and count to five and, exactly. and then react yeah exactly. so, yeah so what would you say i want to take away from this episode remember to focus on what it is that you want as opposed to what it is you don't want good. where you can, can people remember that you will do good <laughs> awesome where can people get in touch with you rachel the best place is to visit my website it's empoweringgrowthcoach.com You'll find my email and my phone number if you want to reach out to me. You'll also find all my social, me- social media links to connect with me there as well. Awesome. So again, that's rate, uh, empoweringgrowthcoach.com. Empoweringgrowthcoach.com. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rachel, for being here today with me on the Success Secret Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.